What's up, everybody? It's John. Thank you so much for downloading the Rock Tape Podcast. This week is a special treat for me because we've got Allison Evans, who is uh, someone who I met starting to work with Rock Tape. Allison was kind of the one running the show. She is our Rock Tape mama bear. And recently she's left Rock Tape to start her own company called Fringe. And we talk a lot about Fringe. We get to catch up and talk a little bit about where she is right now, looking into kind of the CBD market and what Fringe as a company does for the educational purpose of CBD products and why it is such a great product. I personally use it myself. And Allison gives a wealth of knowledge about why this is a supplement that can be used to benefit someone's health. And uh, we have a fun conversation about some of the science behind it. And we get to see some of the things that they're doing over at Fringe that can kind of advance this area of the market because there's there's a lot of misinformation here. So Allison does a really good job of trying to dispel a lot of those poor uh, of those rumors and a lot of that poor information that we've got. So please enjoy my conversation with Allison. All right, I am here with uh, Allison Evans. Allison, Mama Bear, how are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. It's good to see you. I haven't seen you in yeah, quite some time. I know. I definitely miss all the rock tape people terribly. So. We miss you too. You know, you, uh, you. Uh, I was going to say left us, but then it sounded really bad in my head. <laughs> yeah. No, I. No. Well, I mean, in a way, I guess I technically did, but I left you in very, very, very good hands, and you know, I just think for everybody, we all have stages where we move on to new things and new challenges, and right. and that was. That was in the cards for me, but yeah, 11 years with rock tape. That's a long time. Almost the original, if you could say that. Almost, you were yeah. With mm-hmm. From the beginning. Um, so yeah, you're right. You know, moving on to different things. That's how we grow and progress. Um, for yeah. anybody who doesn't know, Allison is no longer with rock tape. So if you send random emails to rock tape, you're not getting anything from Allison. Um, nope. She's moved on to working, uh, developing, I'm not actually sure what your, your title is with the company, but you are now with uh, a company known as Fringe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm co-CEO. That's my title. So I'm splitting the leadership roles um, with a guy named Anthony, who is sort of the yin to my yang. Um, so important. I, I'm not very into titles. So it's always an awkward conversation for me to have. I feel like I have a really good vision for what fringes and I have a really specific skill set that I can bring um, to the table but I also recognize you know what my weaknesses are and Anthony has all those and some more essentially accommodated for us so we are splitting we're doing a co-CEO role some companies do it Um, I think you have to have a lot of trust very little ego and be willing to sort of not have a super top-down mentality you know, approach to running a company. And then obviously the founder of Fringe too. So Fringe has been brewing in my head, who knows how long, you know, just, you know, how you can have just such random thoughts creep into your head at different times about, you know, as crazy as it may sound, like I'm sure everyone has thought, I should really invent this, you know, or I should start a company, you know, like this. So I had worked for two companies for over 10 years where I began at the very beginning with those companies. And I felt like this time, you know, third time around that that would be my chance to be, you know, in more of a 
leadership role um, and owning the company and founding the company. So that is Fringe. Is uh, Anthony Ant, do I know Ant? Yeah, 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 Ant yeah. is Ant. He really, he helped us a lot at Rock Tape with yeah. the transition of ownership from Rock Tape over to Implus. And he has an incredible operational brain. Um, and so he really kind of stood out in that transition as someone who could organize and run the business within a much larger corporate um, environment. So, so yeah, Ant left at the beginning of the year um, from Rock Tape and, and was really excited to hear what I had been brewing up in my noodle. Yeah. And um, yeah. And him too, you know, both of us had a transition where it's like, you know, you can go do what you've always done or there's that time it's very nerve wracking where you just think, all right, I'm, you know, going to take a leap. Right. So this is the leap. Yeah. Yeah. And that leap is interesting to me. And you mentioned it before is kind of that, that brainchild. Um, yeah. Tell everybody in, in a nutshell, what is fringe, but then let, I really want right. to get into how did you get into this? Like, why was this yeah. something? Cause a lot of people always tell stories, you know, like, Oh, I used this, whatever i had this injury whatever and it just got me into it and now this is what i do i'm very curious. oh right yeah that's so, how we all became chiropractors right right yeah i got <laughs> hurt and then i really liked what they did and now i do that for yeah, a right. yeah. that's right the, exactly the story it is yeah you sprain your ankle in 11th grade the the <laughs> medical doctor didn't do anything the chiropractor was like oh here <laughs> let me show you some things and now we're all chiropractors oh my god that makes me laugh exactly <laughs> Um, yeah. So, um, what was the question again? So fringe, <laughs> Tell us uh, what, is, what fringe. Fringe is Yeah. So fringe is a, is a wellness company right now. Um, we make water soluble CBD as our first product line right now. And we have professional continuing education and information centered around the cannabis place. So if you go to Fringe's website, which is joinfringe.com, and you read about who is Fringe, you know, uh, the answer is everybody. The definition of the word means unconventional or different. And um, I identify with that word a lot um, and have often heard the name Fringe used in a negative tone to refer to people, professions, um, political groups, whatever it may be, you know, and, um, and I always found it fascinating because I do feel like I've always run professionally in a, in a circle where we're sort of not in the mainstream, um, you know, kind of on the edge of it. Uh, maybe that's just chiropractic in general, but also professionally with rock tape and the company I was with before rock tape, trying to actually intentionally stay on that edge so we could grow and innovate and, you know, have some crazy ideas that maybe weren't completely founded yet, but to be, have the freedom to go and pursue them and talk about them and not feel judged or crazy. And, you know, and so I feel like every rock tape instructor is fringe, but I do feel like that applies to most people. Most people inherently, if they, feel like they can be honest, have very unique aspects about them, different, you know, beliefs. And, and so that is Fringe. Fringe is a wellness company that really embraces the edge. Um, it embraces 
the concept that that's where we all grow. And so in order to lead a company that way, we have to be very inclusive of people who have different opinions, people who might have, you know, wild ideas um, and just be willing to, and, you know, it's funny, it doesn't, it doesn't entail to, you know, sort of talk badly about mainstream either. That's not the intention behind it at all. The intention is to say like, how do we push our boundaries to become better, to learn more, you know, to question things that are, you know, happening in healthcare and in wellness and to be able to pursue the path of not having the answers to many things. I think that's kind of the fun aspect of Fringe. So our first product line, we have 10 sort of core tenants for Fringe, which is getting back to what we're calling original medicine or essential medicine. The world calls it alternative medicines. So if we're breathing or doing meditation or yoga or like sitting outside, that somehow has become alternative medicine. And so my goal, no, me either. Cause I, you know, and, and it's funny because I, immediately go to defining um, a word. And so alternative medicine by definition doesn't have a bad definition, but I just think it's implied, you know, that it's your next option. I guess maybe that's where, that's where I don't like the definition of it. So we took, you know, breathing and touch and movement and nature and water and plants and community and all these different factors that, we know people have been healing with for thousands of years and just wanted to bring back education, product innovation centered around, you know, some of these original medicine concepts. So one of those is plants or medicine and the cannabis plant is, is an area right now that checks like every box for me to be excited about opportunity, to be excited about the potential in something that has been stigmatized. Um, That to me is always something that I seek to understand why we've done that. It has a tremendous history and culture to that plant for, you know, thousands and thousands of years, which I love to learn about. And it has really amazing healing properties. And we're now on the cusp of needing to understand it. So to me, when I see an opportunity where there's not proper education and that the market is being dominated by people marketing versus educating, then like for me, that's, you know, one of those sort of moments. And so when you ask, when did I think about this? Probably quite a few years ago as the cannabis and CBD, as cannabis started legalizing and everything started to kind of turn around and, to me, that was the fringe of plant medicine, right? What I think Colorado and Washington and Oregon were some of the first states to legalize cannabis recreationally. Mm-hmm. It's like you knew we were at the beginning of a change. You also know that we don't change very quickly um, as a country and, and as people. And so that's probably when I first started um, learning about it. And then as the CBD industry started to unravel I just thought to myself this is what you're doing next you know I had not planned to stay at rock tape you know uh, permanently after the acquisition I I had committed to staying a couple years because I wanted to make sure 
that rock tape settled nicely into the, their new home. But I took those couple of years and really just spent my spare time learning about CBD, buying people's products, listening to what, you know, I was being marketed to and what I was being educated on. And I just saw a huge opportunity to disrupt an industry that is like wild and wrought with misinformation right now. So, so yeah, that, that's, that's it for me. And so it's amazing because I have known all of this for a couple of years, but I guess I put my head down and, and worked so many hours of just trying to balance all this so that when fringe launched a few weeks ago, I knew all of this. I knew what we were making was right. I knew the content that we were putting together was true. Um, I knew that the messaging really resonated with me, but I was so in the trenches of it all that when we launched and people were trying the product and we've had like an overwhelmingly positive response, this is kind of like me putting my head up being like, oh yeah, you knew this. You knew if you went out and told people the truth about what we know and all the things we don't know and why this could help. And if you made a product that was clean and good and you paid extra money to do everything the right way that people would notice and that's what's going on. So you mentioned it too. And this is something I've thought about since since you launched Fringe and I w- was, was aware of it, uh, try, trying the products, it's that weird phenomenon where, you know, you're, you're, you're given, um, something is brought to your attention. Now you see it everywhere. Yeah. And I kind of saw this everywhere in the first place, but you see all these shops, CBD, whatever the hell, yeah, everywhere. Cr- whatever the hell Kratom is. I, I well, you'll have to yeah. tell me what yeah. that is. Um, but like you see it all over the place. So you're totally right. When we start to see, it everywhere. There's so much misinformation that comes from that. With that misinformation being rampant, how do you find the right information? How do you go into saying that, you know, we have the right information, this is what it is, and get someone to kind of buy into that and see the value that you're putting to it? Yeah. So the market right now is unregulated, which is really important for a consumer and a medical professional to understand. And what that means is that it's not regulated by the FDA. Mm. So the CBD that's on a shelf at the grocery store or in a medical office or a gas station, I mean, it's like literally everywhere, is um, not having to meet any sort of production criteria or testing in order to sell that product to the consumer. And so the bad news is, it just creates an absolutely messy, confusing industry. The good news is people are still buying all of that crazy, weird CBD that's out there and they're feeling a positive effect from it. So the consumers have spoken, the CBD industry has taken off. The consumer reports are staggering on how many people are just like, finding a little bit of relief with taking CBD for their pain or for their anxieties have been a big one the past year and a half and then for their sleep. But probably the most promising news to a company like ours, which is here for the long haul, is that this industry will be regulated. And they are. there are estimates that up to 80% of the products in the industry would not pass the first round of regulation. 
So I let people know now, and I've gotten pretty loud about this, that if you're buying a CBD product, it must have a QR code on that product because it's a way that you can essentially assure the consumer that you're doing the third-party testing that the FDA would require of you in a regulated industry. So any CBD products right now that have no QR code, they cannot guarantee you that that CBD or hemp hadn't leached heavy metals from the earth, doesn't have pesticides from a neighboring farm or solvents from the production or pet or, you know, microbials, my, a bunch of different microbials actually can grow on the hemp plant. So um, I think some people think that you need testing just to know that what they say you're buying, you're actually buying. And that's true too. So if a bottle says 25 milligrams of CBD, the only way to know is that there's a QR code that would link you to actually validate that there's 25 milligrams of CBD. 70, the last time they did, the FDA did a test, 72% of the CBD products in the market did not contain in them what they said they did. So it, I think the, the answer to your question is I can't worry about the people who are all doing it wrong. Yeah, that's way too loud right now for me. Um, I know what I can siphon through the information and try to bring it to the medical community in a way that they learn the science. But then they also at this stage do actually have to learn the manufacturing, the types of products and the types of testing that is done. So that's where I commit, you know, is we will educate the consumers mainly through the medical professions, but we also are educated you know, to bringing consumers that information as well too, which is buyer beware until the industry is regulated. But I think my message has been so far to the docs that I talk to is if your patient is going to the grocery store and buying a $40 bottle of CBD gummies with sucralose and red dye and who knows what else. And it wasn't even 25 milligrams and it cost them $40. You know, whether or not their office is the place that retails the CBD for them, at least allow your office to be the place that gives them information about what they should be looking for to help with their pain or their sleep or their stress. So, yeah. I think there's a lot of misinformation. Uh, you mentioned this before, the, the stigma on it. You hear CBD, oh, yeah. you hear its you know, proper name is uh, cannabidiol, you hear cannabis, everyone's assuming, oh, yeah. oh we're all you know, trying to get people yeah. high. There is a big yeah. difference between uh, THC-containing product and CBD. Can you give us a rundown of that? Correct. Yeah, so the three types of products would be a full-spectrum a broad spectrum or an isolated CBD product. The confusing thing is, is that the cannabis plant is the, the family of the plant is called cannabis sativa. And it's just been bred selectively to have a type of plant that's very high in CBD and low in THC. And we call that hemp. And then it also is bred selectively for a recreational plant, which has, you know, 20, 10, 5, 10, 20% THC, and also has a high amount of CBD. At the end of the day, people call that cannabis or marijuana. That is 
not legal federally, and that is sold recreationally, you know, in specific states. But in the world of hemp, um, hemp is technically 0.3% or less THC. And so when people are manufacturing CBD products and they make a full spectrum product, it is supposed to have 0.3% or less of THC. The problem being, if the product does not have a QR code on it, and they do not guarantee that they're testing for the amount of THC, some of those products can test hot, which means they have more THC than they're supposed to, which is maybe not a problem for some people, but would be a huge problem if you worked for the government, law enforcement, Department of Defense, teachers, you know, there's a lot of jobs that still drug test for THC. So a full spectrum product is less than 0.3% THC. A broad spectrum product is the THC is removed, but all the other compounds in the plant are left um, relatively intact. Again, there's no way to guarantee unless there's a QR code that there would be no THC in that product, but that is a next step in guaranteeing the THC has been removed. We make a broad spectrum product and we pay for something called trace THC testing. So on our final product, we pay for an additional test to ensure there's no trace amounts of THC whatsoever in that product. And then the final would be an isolate, which would be like the equivalent of what we're more accustomed to in the vitamin and mineral industry, like isolating vitamin C, isolating vitamin D. So a CBD isolate is pure CBD. Um, And we make that as well too, as a way for people to start with one compound and see how it affects them. And we pay for testing at three different stages to ensure we're selling what we say we're selling. So it's so nice that's to, the nuts and bolts of it. It's nice to see that, that quality assessment as well too, because it, it's, it's weird to yeah. say it like this, but that is becoming more popular in certain products. Yeah. And it's like, why didn't we do that forever? You know? So it's, it's nice to see that. And I can speak as a customer on the bag, there is that QR code. You can go right to it. You can see the resource and stuff like that. I, you know me, I, I like information. I'm too analytical. Yeah. Um, and I yes. emphasize the word too. So like, yeah. I like knowing, I just like <laughs> knowing whether I do something yeah. with the information that's on me, but there's a comfort into knowing this information, having it available. Um, you know, people might even say, well, who's going to look at that? It's like, if they don't look at it, they don't look at it, but it's there. It's there yeah, for yeah. you to, to really understand that. So, yep. um, one of my biggest questions going into it, because you guys have on your website, you have the, the products, uh, you have the lotion, which is really cool, but, um, yeah. the, the isolate and the broad spectrum powder would kind of be like your main supplements. Um, yep. one thing I love this when I see this, so kudos to you guys for doing this It is a powder. It dissolves. You barely even have to stir it. You don't taste anything. Yes. It's fantastic. It's in yes. there. I put it in yeah. my morning coffee. It's great. But what are the benefits from say an isolate to just a, a broad spectrum? It, are there big differences? Could they help uh, certain individuals more than, than another? Yeah. So a lot of the marketing messaging right now is centered around a concept called the entourage effect, which if I were to summarize for us and this intuitively makes sense to a lot of people which is sort of like saying the whole is greater than the sum of its parts so there's many 
there's many loud marketing messages around the fact that if you buy CBD, you have to have the entourage effect, which means you have to have all the compounds in the plant in order for it to work better. And the science isn't completely there yet, and it may get there, um, but we, we couldn't specifically speak to that from a scientific standpoint. So to appease the people who need the information, which is myself as well, if we're going to educate, our scientific director is dedicated to just bringing the facts, you know, what we know, what we don't know. Um, and we do get a lot of that from animal studies. There's not a lot of clinical, human clinical trials um, on CBD, but there, I mean, there's so much coming out now. It's very busy. And so what we did is we just said, hey, listen, there could be something to that, you know? And so to make a broad spectrum is to say, it's still mainly CBD, but it does have all the other minor cannabinoids in there and, and compounds in the plant to say like, Hey, there is more in here. If you feel a different effect with the broad spectrum, then you should definitely use that. Or if you've been using a broad spectrum, you know, you could transfer to that. But we also made the isolate as a way to, there's a lot of people who don't know anything about CBD who are worried to try it because they think it's marijuana. Um, and making an isolate is just saying this is one compound. It's the most, you know, studied and safest compound. CBD has a crazy safety profile to it. And a lot of the research is being done on CBD. And so us making an isolate is really very much so us sort of dedicating ourselves to really learning about that compound and, um, and offering that as, as well too, to the, to the consumer. So we have an isolate and we have a broad and a big part for me in going down the journey of making these products was wanting to have something that didn't taste awful. I don't like the taste of taking a really like piney skunky oil and then having to hold it in my mouth. Um, so as I was learning about products, I was like, there has to be a better way. And in saying there has to be a better way, I obviously learned that making the tasteless odorless powders actually makes them more available to your body and um, easier to absorb in general by your body and that have a much faster action. So um, I'm glad it can go in your coffee, but probably more so I'm glad I can tell you like, Hey, this will be in your blood in 15 minutes. It'll peak in an hour and it's totally out of your system in six hours. And anyone who would tell you otherwise is not telling you the truth, you know? So do I wish it could stay there 12 hours? Sure, but it doesn't. So I'm just giving you the information about how this works. And um, then people have facts. <laughs> now, you were saying too, without having the flavor, it, does that affect the bioavailability? Is that something that could... Uh, no, it's just, it's just that the, we put a carbohydrate shell around the oil particles. So they, when they're presented to your body, they essentially become dispersible. You don't really change the fact that it's an oil. You just put like an M&M coating around it. Um, so it basically that carbohydrate shell is what improves its bioavailability. So you can absorb, they estimate the studies that have been done so far that you, ask, you absorb four to five times more of the product you're buying, which I think is great. I mean, if you're paying 
you know, some of the CBD supplements are very expensive. You, you wouldn't want to know that like 6% of that is being used by your body. That's just not a good value. Right. So I think I started on the journey of just not wanting to have a product that I really didn't like taking and then ended up, you know, hanging out with a bunch of food scientists and learning a lot about how our bodies process oils versus carbohydrates. And yeah, just gets geeky. Yeah. It's real geeky. Uh, that's my dinner table. I, uh, I live with, I know, a, a, I know you do, which, myself, is so, so. I'm like, which is so amazing. <laughs> it's like, so what is this? Things, what, it's nice to, it's yeah. cool to go into that realm. Cause it's just not something I'm used to. And that, you know, takes us kind of into the, the idea you guys are offering CEUs and, and some, uh, these are online courses, yeah. I'm assuming, right? Yeah. They're online courses right now. You know, it's a, the cannabis industry is going to be a challenging space for us to stay up to date on the education um, Genevieve, who is our scientific director, she's been a researcher for 19 years um, and a professor. She will be recording probably a four-hour course this fall just on like the course we should have got in school about the ECS. So imagine not learning about glycolysis or not learning about the sympathetic nervous system or the autonomic nervous system. The ECS is literally like the parent biological system that moderates all of them endocrine immune digestive nervous cardiovascular respiratory and we never learned about it because it has a connection to the cannabis plant yeah and so so there we go and we still don't learn about it so she's really dedicated to bringing the education it's just going to be that we have to very regularly update what we're presenting in the cannabis space, which I love, um, you know, but anyone knows who makes continuing education that it's one thing to up a update a couple slides every year, you know, on a course, it's a totally another thing to overhaul the content every single year. And I think we will be in total overhauls every year for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, which is great. Um, I love, doing education so we will be committing quite a bit of time and resources and whether or not we bring live education is yeah i don't know i miss it so that's kind of <laughs> i'm sure you guys love getting back to teaching live yes i just feel so fatigued by you know trying to do these conferences through screens i'm like oh man we were not made to do this no you know yeah. So, I say this all the time is I am more exhausted after a webcast than I would be in a live course. And there's probably absolutely. a few, I could throw out a few reasons why, but it's just, I don't know what it, it's just the energy you have to always yeah. be up and like you're confined. I'm not moving around as much. Yeah. There's a lot and there's no, there's no feedback. Yeah. To, there's no feedback. No. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's not, the exchange of energies that we all need, obviously, I think everybody knows that. So, so yeah, it'll be interesting, you know, um, plants are medicine is our first category to go tackle for education and it's a beast. So we'll be hanging out there. I'm teaching at a lot of conferences coming up. So I think I'm just dedicated in the very beginning to the basics, you know, sharing the basics of this industry with everybody being pretty transparent on, I don't think you'll ever really hear fringe putting our flag in the ground in having, 
you know, and this kind of came from the rock tape belief too. It's, it's like, I don't think there's a lot of rights and wrongs in this, you know, this CBD industry will get regulated. So a lot of the junk will get out of it. And then at that stage, there's gonna be a lot of great brands and companies making good products and education, and there's good to be found in all of them. So my belief, that belief carries over from rock tape. And I do think that that was something we were incredibly successful with is there doesn't have to really be a right and wrong. You know, we believe we're making an amazing product. We believe the education is great, but I think more importantly is just people wanting to learn. Yeah. That's an important part of it too. And I think that's so cool that you guys, I mean, you have your products, which I, I love that there's a small amount of products. It's not like I have to spend yeah, no, it's very on a website or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. You've got the two yeah. powders, the isolate, the broad spectrum, and then you've got the isolate lotion. And then yeah. there's what I'm seeing two courses on demand, Yes. Um, yeah. uh, cannabinoid science, and then the whole person health. So you were mentioning yeah. uh, Genevieve teaching the cannabinoid science, right? There's actually five of us who teach in the cannabinoid science course. So we just mic'd up a room of people for the day and just sort of laid it down on cannabinoid science. And, um, and it was really great because at the end of the day, you you couldn't really, we had to bring in, we had a food scientist there. We actually had one of the PhDs from the um, testing facility that we use who actually went over the importance of regulation and testing. We had Genevieve covering all the science. We had Joe, um, one of our presenters presenting the history. And then we had me trying to be there like, okay, does anyone have any questions here? You know, I was really trying to bring all of these areas of expertise together. And I think we will have to do that every year. Um, because each of their areas of expertise will update tremendously every year. Right. So it was fun. It was very fun. You yeah. had this, this <laughs> Joe Lav- Lavica, is that? A- oh, yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I don't know. He would love hearing yeah. that. Yeah, he's been great. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think the thing that Joe has offered um, to us, which he's really great at, there is such a tremendous culture and history to everything we do that is medicine. And I, Mm. and I love diving back into it because I think it connects us to ways we used to be that we've, we've lost. So the cannabis plant has only been gone for 100 years. It was with us for like, you know, thousands of years before that. So learning about how it was used medicinally and industrially and culturally. Joe did a phenomenal job bringing that story together. And then for us, like connecting all of this to like the people who listen to this podcast who are treating, you know, injuries all day or people who are, you know, in pain. I think the big thing for us is, there's so many people doing great courses and content centered around treating, you know, so many techniques and, and ways to go about it. The thing that I connect most with is trying to bring that individual person into the picture. So we do start having a lot more conversations about um, what we're calling our fringe ecosystem, which is the body then also the mind, then also the relationships the person has, the environment that they're in um, daily, you know, and what that experience is, is, and then this bigger 
big fuzzy thing, which is really hard to talk about, which is like, what is their belief system, you know, and how does that play into them healing and recovering and, and what are their motivations? And we're not experts in any of those fields. And so it's not like we're diving into, you know, degrees in that, but what we're doing is presenting them in a way to try to help the people I associate with, which is chiropractors, physical therapists, massage therapists, to make them stop and pause and think a little bit more about who they're working with. You know, if the Mm -hmm. issue is anxiety and you're treating a low back and you're able to give them some CBD and you talk about their low back pain with a slight mention that they might sleep better and feel a little more calm in their day, you had an opportunity to essentially get to the core, you know, of, of what could really be keeping them off track which for a lot of people right now is mental health and anxiety. So, um, so yeah, just whole person health. That's, that's the, that's the take home less, less body talk because I've been talking bodies for a long time and more people talk. What's up, everybody? It's John. Thank you so much for downloading the Rock Tape Podcast. And as a thank you, I want to offer you 15% off your next order of tape, topicals, and mobility tools and apparel at shop.rocktape.com. 15% off the best tape and gear around. Just use the code ROCKCAST. That's R-O-C-K-C-A-S-T at shop.rocktape.com for 15% off your next order. That's the code ROCKCAST for 15% off your next order of Rock Tape so you can go stronger, longer. People talk versus body. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. People talk. Yeah. It's it's such an interesting history to look in, as you mentioned before, is, you know, the newer stuff that I'm seeing come out a lot is, you know, almost every cell has receptors for endocannabinoids. There is the system that you mentioned, the ECS. Um, I know I know the general answer. I'm curious if you guys uh, have a little bit more history because this is something that fascinates me too, but you said it was gone for about a hundred years. What was the catalyst for it being gone? You know, the true catalyst. Oh, the true catalyst is, yeah. I mean, you could, we could say all sorts of things. The truth is, and nobody, those are hard truths to go back at. It was race Hmm. and it was politically um, motivated, uh, and it was all a racial motivations. Um, so they had started affiliating cannabis and marijuana use with, uh, Mexican immigrants and African American immigrants and really felt as though, you know, their use of cannabis was the cause of, you know, this country, changing in ways that people weren't ready for it. And they created a massive campaign against cannabis. And it's been unraveling. 2018 is when the farm bill passed where hemp became legal to farm. That's like yesterday when you think of, you know, the year that we're in. So at some point, I mean, it's just so, there's been so little time. So it's a lot of catch up now. People have to, they didn't discover that all of our bodies and every animal's body had this ECS, which is truly like literally floating chemicals all throughout our body that regulate everything going on in our body until 1990, which is again, yesterday. That would be like saying we discovered the nervous system in 1990. 
people be like, what? You know, so it's so <laughs> new and, and new is hard for people. So yeah, we had a hundred year blip in the history of humankind. That's very small. Um, and our bodies evolved um, with this plant. Yeah. So there's a plant that grew on the earth for thousands of years that when taken can help um, aid sort of a, as like a conduit to, you know, opening up the health of that ECS system in our body and allowing it to function. And, and the crazy thing is you don't need to take cannabis. I mean, our, those compounds in our body, they ebb and flow, they're up and down, they have a really short life and they respond to things like movement and eating well and yoga and breathing and a bunch of different other plants and, you know, really good foods, all the things we've known singing and dancing and being with other people and being outdoors, everything on our website where we talk about it being original medicine are ways that you can naturally boost your ECS. It, it's so cool too, because you're seeing more of the, dare I say, like natural health sort of interventions. Again, you know, you, you said alternate, uh, alternative health and we both alternative, don't really like yeah. But it, yeah. well, let's go back to that. The reason I don't, you said this a little bit, but the reason I don't like the term alternative health is because it's basically that it, it's another choice. I see Correct. this stuff as this should be used on top of other health measures as necessary. Like, no, Correct. you know, you and I aren't anti-pharmaceutical. If I need a drug, I need a drug. You know, I want to save my right. life. But when I don't- That should be the alternate though, yeah. right? When I that don't be the need alternate, something yeah. like that, I should be taking care of myself, sleeping well, eating well, using supplements like this that don't have like, you know, strong side effects and stuff like that. I feel like I'm kind of all over the place with that explanation, but yeah. you know- yeah, people get, you know, as we as chiropractors, we get this a lot too, is, you know, people assume we're anti something and I'm like, I'm more integrative yeah. than anything, you know? Yeah. No, I'm not. That, well, anything. that's, I mean, that's the climate we live in now, which is like you, if you're pro something, then you have to be yeah, anti the opposite. And I'm like, well, that's bizarre, you know, nobody gave us those rules. We can undo that. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm pro many things, but I'm not against you know, the, the opposite. So, and that's where the inclusivity and, and just trying to have conversations. I mean, right now I was just saying the other day, how crazy it is, you know, in this world right now to have conversations about vaccinating. And I was like, God, that's a weird thing now that we we're getting even more and more polarized in having these conversations where people don't agree centered around health. Yeah. And you know, we don't, we don't grow by just essentially shoving people who don't think like us to the side. So I just think it's a skill set, you know, that we've lost and it's like a muscle we need to flex and start, you know, exercising a little bit more so we can have conversations about it. And cannabis is one, it's got a stigma, you know, people think it's a drug. Um, we've been told since we were little kids that, it's bad. And yep. that lives in there. You know, I mean, I have done a lot of work to undo that. And I hope that we can be an introduction. I really hope that people who were nervous about trying CBD, that fringe became, and it's already happening in the first few weeks, that fringe becomes something where not, 
only were they able to get over that because that's exercising the muscle, which is like, I believe this, mm. but I'm interested in something else. Could I actually, you know, change my mind? Yeah. Which I, is crazy. Big, big thing that changed people's mind. I, I feel like I almost want to scream this out loud. Yeah. It's like you take a CBT product, it's not going to get you high. And yep. like there are benefits to the, even the whole broad spectrum stuff with THC in it, yep. there are benefits to just not get you high. If you just want to get yes. high, go somewhere else. You know, if you're using it for Correct. medicinal purposes, there are a ton of benefits. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so we will be, hang- we, when, when THC is legal federally, then we will teach people how to use that compound medicinally. Right. Recreationally, we're not in that business. That's a booming business in itself, but right. that's not um, the one that we're interested in being in. So yeah, for us, we're keeping THC out of all the products for now. I think it provides comfort to people um, just as they learn and introduce themselves to something new. But that doesn't mean that we all on the fringe team believe there's huge medicinal values in the THC cannabinoid as well. We just know that, you know, just wait for, wait for the world to catch up and then introduce it when, you know, it's legal federally. I, I have to believe that's something you're keeping your eye on. Like, is that something that is, uh, Oh Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they, they're, I mean, you know, depends who you ask, but sure. there's belief that there'll be a federal legalization, you know, marijuana in the next year ish depends who you talk to. I mean, there'll be people who tell you it'll never happen. There'll be people who will tell you it'll happen in a few months. I'm not going to sit around and, you know, worry about it because there's so much good that we can do with what we're making right now. So, Yeah. And there's many other plants to go talk about too. So That's true. it's yeah. kind of fun to this concept, which is like more is not always better, right? Of course, the cannabis plant can be used recreationally, but there's a lot of things, you know, in this world. Is a glass of wine good for you? Yes. Is a bottle? No, you know? Yeah. So this is just a conversation about how do we moderate and how do we learn relearn good and bad, I think, um, <laughs> is maybe, well, it's you a, know. It's an interesting uh, uh, association you make there too. The thing that popped into my head is like, we know that there are certain health benefits for having a glass of wine, what's in the wine, blah, blah, blah. No yeah, one yeah. has ever espoused the health benefits of being drunk. You know what I mean? No, like, right? Like that's yeah. <laughs> that's where, you know, the divide I really think yes. is, is coming from is the idea of people just assuming that this is for everyone to, you know, do whatever in their Puritan ways are being yes. offended yeah. and blah, blah, blah. But it's like no one is talking about that. We're talking about the, 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 the qualities that help someone be healthier with those things, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I was, I just think we are fortunate to present it in a way We're not presenting people with a vape pen. We're not presenting people with sugary gummies. We're not presenting people with a skunky, stinky oil. You know, I'm, I'm happy that we were able to transform. When I take a vitamin C powder, I don't see an orange at all. You know, when I, when I take when I take my fish oils, I'm not seeing a fish, you know? And so I like that we were able to present this in a way that kind of gets it more into a category of, well, that barrier is checked off, right? We don't have to overcome a barrier of how it's being delivered. It's seamless, you know? Um, 
we made it tasteless so it could just go right into a habit you already have like coffee or tea or water or whatever it may be. And, you know, and, and I think the take home from this is it can help many people. It's not cookie cutter how it helps people because that ECS system in your body and the health of it and what systems are out of whack for you is going to be a very personal thing. It, we talk about pain, sleep, and stress a lot because I'm a chiropractor when we've, chiropractors and PTs on this group. And those we think are the biggest, you know, topics to talk about from an impact, but people use CBD for all sorts of, you know, different types of medical issues or conditions. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, right now I've completely eliminated eczema with the cream. I'm not putting it on, which is crazy because they talk a ton about CBD topically being so good for dermatology and dermatological conditions. And it is, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, I also use it for my neck, but it's interesting that even your wife, you know, learning like digestively, it can improve things. Hormonally, it can improve things. There's, there's a lot that can be done. And so you take it, you should feel improvements. If you don't, maybe you just need to go for a walk or move more or, you know, spend more time with your family or whatever it may be that kind of gets your system in better balance. CBD is just one channel into that ECS to yeah. kind of try to improve it. So and that's yeah. a really good point too. You know, you mentioned Christina, one of the things just as a, a um, a, um, not a reference, a uh, testimonial. Um, yeah. You know, and I hope she doesn't mind me saying this, but she noticed, you know, after having kids, there was, you know, uh, disruption, yeah. hormonal disruption, stuff like that. Very little things, but, you know, she started yep. taking this product and she started to feel the change back to a, a more normal, more normal, yeah. more comfortable, more desirable kind of thing is like, you know, certain things she was like, Oh, I just don't like that. This is happening yeah. after kids, you know, and we had the, a long discussion after that too, because there are so many women, just as an example, who experience so the many. same kind of things as well too. And that just as an example of the kind of stuff that can be benefit, you can have benefit with this product or can be yeah. benefited by this product. That's a better sentence, right? Not Yeah. Cause she, the thing is she has the, I think the, the great part about her experience with the product is she has an amazing diet and she has a great exercise habits, but still there was something in her system that wasn't, you know, um, wasn't tracking properly. And so taking it, it was, it's, it's fascinating when you really dive into it, you're like, Oh, Whoa, wait a minute. I mean, the options here are endless right. and we're, probably never really going to fully understand this. But I think for me, the take home is I don't want anyone ever taking any product, taping themselves, rolling themselves, doing whatever, if they don't feel a benefit. Yeah. I mean, I just would never, I wouldn't be able to sell the, you know, vitamin D maybe, (laughs) maybe I'd be an awful, you know, something where you're supposed to take it because you're just supposed to take it. And, don't question it. Just go and take it. And I don't know if I'm feeling good or not on my vitamin D. Like I don't take my vitamin D and be like, Oh God, I took my vitamin D. I feel so good. Yeah. Like, I don't do that. You know, I do that now because I've been programmed that we all have vitamin D deficiency. 
And so I take my vitamin D, but that's not what CBD is at all. It very much so can be taken almost like a natural Advil or a natural sleep aid or a natural, you know, mood um, enhancer. And the interesting thing is in our cannabinoid science course, there's this hilarious part where one of the food scientists, his name is Michael, and he's like, and here's the worst part. CBD is like selling stasis. So to sell to somebody that they could go back to normal doesn't, oh, sorry about that. To, to, to sell to some, I don't know what just happened. To sell to somebody that they could go back to normal is not that sexy, right? To sell stasis, like it's not like Christina is elated. She just feels more normal, you know? It and so pretty. to not, <laughs> yeah, right. I know, but you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm feeling anxious yeah. and then I don't feel the anxiety, that's amazing. But it's not like I feel euphoric. We're not selling right. a euphoria here. You know, you're just trying to get people back to a stasis and, you know, that, that's, and a that's really good point. not so sexy. Yeah. That's a really good point. And just goes back to what you're saying about this societal view. People want the, these instant, but also dramatic results. Dramatic. Dramatic. Results. Like I'm, I am a mm-hmm. nine out of 10 pain. I want zero. Well, it's like, that's, yeah not the that's not easy to have to occur i can yeah. i can like knock you out yeah you know, we could put you under that would be zero yes. but like it's not going to yes. work like that so it's nice and it's so interesting you know you mentioned the idea of like very healthy people who have who still have things going on they got their yeah. diet right they got their exercise all that stuff you know this is a great thing to add very easily and it's simple. And I, I love to, from a business perspective, as a consumer myself of the product, you as a co-CEO saying, if it's not working for you, that's okay. Don't take it. No. Yeah. Don't take it because that's no. ultimately where we need to go. All the science is there. You guys have your QR code. People can look at it. You can look at all the, the research that's behind the use of CBD, but ultimately try it. You have to try it out yeah. and see if it's working for you. And I love yeah. how realistic you are that it might not necessarily work for literally everyone. And I think that's a big selling point that everybody should look for. If somebody is talking to you about a product and they say that, and they claim it works for literally everybody, you should throw yeah. up a red flag. Yeah, huge red flag. Yeah, and the hard thing with CBD is dosage is also very personal. So higher doses of CBD can be sedative and lower doses can be mood stabilizing, like actually even people reporting that they focus better with it. But I can't, I I can guide you, which is why we made these little stick packs, but I can't actually truthfully tell you at what you need, whatever your body weight is that you need this, because that's also not how it works. And so, you know, that's a frustrating thing. Everybody does want to be told what to do. We made a daily stick pack. Do you need to take it in the morning for pain and for mood? That's when you should take it for those things. But if you're taking it to sleep, you're trying to figure out the dosage that kind of makes you feel sleepy because it does work quickly And so within 15 or so minutes, you know, it's in your blood. And if you're starting to feel like, wow, I'm feeling calm and relaxed, then you have found a more sedative, you know, dosage. And so it is, that's a, that's a hard part of this right now to come in and want to be truthful, but then also wanting to help guide people Mm -hmm. um, in this, you know, this is not a, hundred pound female should take 15 milligrams of CBD a day. So yeah. 
Yeah, we'll, well, we'll learn more. And as we yeah. learn more, we'll be better. I, I like that too. You know, if I could liken this back to more my expertise, I get questions all the time when we do, you know, fancy blade application or something yes. like that. People yeah, will be yeah. like, well, how long is that going to last? It's like, we don't, nobody knows. There's no way to no. possibly understand no. exactly how that is because everyone's physiology is so yeah. unique to them. And that's where, I, yeah. I, I personally think that's where there is some fun. I'm a nerd. There is some fun in the experimentation. Like me, I have, you know, you've seen it this, at last hour. I, I have a ticking disorder. I have high anxiety. I stress myself yeah. out. I got problems. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. I'm very actually. I, we we tried the isolate. We're gonna we're trying the the broad spectrum now. I'm yep. I'm gonna kind of use myself as a guinea pig and see is there a big difference. And then yep. what I've noticed with other things, other uh, s similar products and stuff like that, I notice I I tend to need more dosage. So yeah, what I'm gonna gradually do is start to do two packets in a day or something like that. Yep. And there's yeah. Again, nerd, there's excitement in that. There's, there's I know, the idea I know. of like, hey, I can find this, this, the solution to this puzzle and see what might work best for me. Yeah, and here's the, the real nerdy part. There are over 500 compounds in the cannabis plant. Okay. Many of them have been um, implied to have tremendous uh, implications with anxiety, neurological disorders, you know, depression, whatever it may be. It's like we are just getting started. So to think that we could start crowdsourcing information about our broad spectrum versus our isolate on hormones, digestion, pain. We do have a couple people that I know right now actually using the product for some neurological um, disorders as well, too. And I have someone who just told me that they're going to go off their ADD medication. And I was like, listen this is great because CBD is so safe, right? This is really, really, really safe. And I'm very grateful to be in an industry that's very, very safe. And so I can tell you, I take two packets to sleep at night for you. If two packets make it really sedative, but you notice in the day, your anxiety is better then you take your two packets at night. Cause you don't want to feel super, you know, sleepy. It's yeah. just really trying to figure out that. And then I do think it's super situational too. If you know you're coming up on something that's going to, you know, for me trigger anxiety or me not sleeping well, then I know like, oh, okay, I can up it a little bit. You know, it's I'm like, uh, it's like a little right bit of a map. Yeah. To learning about ourselves. So I'm, that's what I think is kind of cool. Yeah, I, I, I just love that because, like you said, this is a very safe product. You know, there's no, yeah. there's no known, you know, side effects, that, at least known to nope. me. Yeah. Nope. I mean, if it doesn't No, work, there's no dependency. You can't dependency. overdose on it. You know, if you took, if you ate a bottle of CBD gummies, you're just, you're, you would have troubles from all the gummies, not the CBD, you know, sure, the sugars and sorbitols and yeah, right. Whatever it may be. So no, it's really, really safe, you know, but that doesn't mean to go, you know, take hundreds of milligrams. I mean, you should do the least amount for the desired effect. It's so, and I feel so grateful to have been a part of growing rock tapes education because I think all of us evolved a belief in healthcare over our affiliation with rock tape that, Obviously, I'm taking into something so different right now, but the principles are 
are very similar, you know, which is don't do more than you need to do. You know, nobody's out here needing to get an award for how much fringe powder they can take, you know, just do what you need to do and, and hopefully learn more, you know, about yourself, which is oddly what we would try to do by taping people too. The less is more. So less is more approach. Yeah. So, so yeah, huge Mm -hmm. kudos, um, to the rock tape era and it is still hard to be apart from all of it, but I essentially like live vicariously through seeing everyone's videos on Instagram. I have to believe if we do get back to having, you know, live summits, you're still going to be there, but now you don't have to do anything. No, I, I feel as though like it would be appropriate that you all come out of your first day of eight hours in a room and I'm just, at the swim up bar with fringe powder in my <laughs> margarita. And I'm like, what's up people? You know, I feel like I deserve that. I, I was just going to say like, you have to do that once if like, I, I don't know. know what our future holds obviously, but if yeah. we get back to the point to where we have like a live big group, I summit, think you will you've done it in Mexico yeah. in the past. I have to believe at least once you got to come just so you can have the experience of not having to be a part of it but enjoying yes. the resort. <laughs> yeah, totally. And you guys, I mean, the Rock Take team is intact, you know? It's just like the mom went off and started her own, you know, thing and had to move <laughs> on from it. But I, I feel like I had the worst year, you know, rock, everything shutting down. When you run a thousand live courses a year yeah. and in a split second, you know, you've got 40 people who work for you, who teach. It was like, I was just faced with, is this really happening right now? And I put my head down and I don't even know what happened. I mean, honestly, we went to zooming so many bloody rock tape courses for so long that it was just the most insane thing. And so I'm so happy to have helped with that and then seen that through, you know, and then been able to, you know, start my own journey. But yeah, I'm, you guys will be back to doing exactly what you do and, and I'll be at the swim up bar. Well, you, and <laughs> you definitely got us through it amongst other people yeah. as well too. And the, yeah, man, for sure. in the beginning, cause we also, Rough. we also Rough. would teach the webcast, but then also meet to hone yes. any, oh, any problems that had God. to occur and stuff like that. So like we were, I remember I did a webcast and then I had a meeting with the rest of the group to discuss the webcast and stuff like that. Oh, who wants to do that? And nobody even knew the, I don't even know that we had been on a zoom, like literally as a I team in zoom any way. This. That was it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So no, those, those were some times. All right. But you know what, when, I mean, I do feel like, all those hard times. that was a really, really hard time. And it was exactly what I love about the rock tape team is everyone was like, all right, we're doing this, right? Yeah. This is what we're doing. And I was like, that's right. You're in your living rooms, grab a pillow, start taping it. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, on top of people needing continuing ed and they were registered for this course, this entire world is in their homes. Like let's try to, improve that yeah you helpful. know and and i think that became oddly like this bizarre driving force for me in all of that in realizing like oh my god everyone is inside their homes they just hung out with a rock tape instructor in their living room yeah you know for the day and we yeah we made a difference so yeah it was a 
it was a very hard year, but probably exactly how it should have been for my last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good way to so, end it, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. But yeah, um, the new leadership, which is, I mean, half of it's just the usual people, but Melissa's okay. crushing it. Capo, Ethan, MJ, Jody, like some of the best people I know. So all stars. Yep. All stars. Mm-hmm. So, well, you'll see me again. We will. I, I <laughs> yeah. actually, now I'm super excited for that. Just like walking yes. in. You're already there. You've been there for two days. And <laughs> yeah. I'm, like the question is, am I in a hat with big sunglasses or am I like riding a 20 foot flamingo in the pool? You know, it it's hard to know how sunny it is really. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. You do both of those things. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Tell everybody right. where they could go to check out the product and see all the great stuff. Uh, website and social media as well. Uh, joinfringe.com is the website and at joinfringe is all the social sites and special shout out to myself who has made 35 Instagram posts in the past 35 days for somebody who's never posted on Instagram. Never posted on Instagram. <laughs> I'm really, I'm starting to learn and get the hang of it and, um, and I'm liking it. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. A, it's a different beast for us uh, it a, introverts. It is a beast. <laughs> I, I always say to Shante, I really love seeing what you eat, but I don't want to show you what I eat. So I don't <laughs> know what that means in the world of Instagram. She's like, it's like you're a creeper. And I'm like, yeah, then that's what I am. I mean, I love people who share their lives there, but I'm a little too private to do that. <laughs> uh, I get that. Yeah. 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 I really get that. Yeah. I do. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So keep showing me all of your dinners and, you know, kids and dogs and all that sort of stuff. I, I do. I, and I think it's a way we've stayed connected. So you can't, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. There's some bad aspects to it, but it keeps people connected. Yeah, absolutely. So, Definitely join yep. Fringe. Uh, I love that aspect yep. of, of the, uh, of the brandings. Uh, Joinfringe.com yep. at join fringe on all platforms. Or are you just on Instagram? <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. The Twitter, LinkedIn. wow. Oh, you're, yeah. You're big time now. Oh, TikTok, TikTok. There's one. Oh, my goodness. TikTok video. I'm not even going to touch it. I can't. I'm never going to touch it. I can't talk about it. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> I have a 12-year-old who really would love me to be on TikTok, but I, I, uh, I don't think I can do that ever. Does she? Really? Yeah. She's not on TikTok, but she believes she wholeheartedly be <laughs> that okay. I should be on TikTok. That's a plot. That's a plot against you. That's what that sounds it, like. It is. And when I get on TikTok, I do think to myself, this is not where you belong, Allison. You know, there's no, 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 your place. Yeah. This is not for you. Like me. It's also not for you, John. I just wanted no. to put that out there. No, you, no. You want a video, like you want like how, how many second video of me reading a book? Like that, like not out loud, by the way, just me sitting, reading a book or playing with my Rubik's cube. Like nobody wants to, nobody's gonna watch that. I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe TikTok is for you and you could just swing some clubs and do Rubik's cube. Like actually, interestingly, TikTok may be the perfect place for you. <laughs> Well, how many of these right. platforms do we need when they all do the same thing? <laughs> I don't know the answer. <laughs> all right. Now that my old man is right. out. Yes. <laughs> Very much so. Thanks for having me today. Thanks so much for your time. I, uh, I'd love to see you again and talking to you. It's always a pleasure. All right.